You're listening to The Plan Podcast, episode number 39. If you know me at all, you know that I am really passionate about hydration and it's something I could talk about all day. I'm not going to. This will be like 15, 20 minutes tops, but (laughs) I'm sorry if you are someone who's ever dared to ask me a hydration question because it probably turned into like a three-hour conversation. But if there's one thing I've learned about proper hydration, it's that it's really just a bunch of small daily habits. And in today's show, I'll tell you what they are and how to build them so that you can reap all the benefits of deep, consistent hydration. Thanks for tuning in to The Plan Podcast. We don't know everything, but we're putting together a plan to figure it out, one topic, an episode at a time. If your goal is to live better, do better, or be better, then this is the podcast for you. So grab your favorite pen, folks, and let's make some plans with your host, Danny Bruflot from Time is Honey. All right, Danny, let's get planning. One of the really important things about hydration that I think a lot of people kind of miss is that consistency is really important. It can actually take up to two weeks of consistent hydration before you start to feel all of the benefits, especially the cognitive benefits. But for a lot of us, it's hard to prioritize hydration each day. And so we have good days and then days where maybe we drink barely any water and our hydration goes up and down and our bodies don't really get a chance to exist in a state of consistent hydration. And this is why I often tell people that hydration has probably been a challenge for them because they've never truly felt what it's like to be properly hydrated. I always say that once you reach optimum hydration and you feel the difference both physically and cognitively, prioritizing it becomes so much easier because you're so much more sensitive to the changes in your hydration level and the way it impacts how you feel and perform. But I also think it's important to stress that, you know, Every day doesn't have to be perfect. You don't need to become this person who's like obsessed with your hydration goal and, you know, measuring and tracking the ounces and all of that. It's not about like giving yourself all of these rules around hydration and like obsessing over it. Every day doesn't have to be perfect. It's just about doing your best and trying to have more good days than bad days. So with over 75% of us existing in a chronic state of mild dehydration, even adding just a couple of these hydrating habits to your daily routine can make a huge difference. So although I could get really, really technical on hydration, like I'm not a doctor, I'm not an, an expert, but like I am so passionate about it and I can literally like ramble for hours about it. (laughs) I wanted to keep things really simple and actionable in this episode. So if you want a deeper dive into hydration, my number one recommendation is the book Quench by Dana Cohen and Gina Bria. I absolutely love it. They also have really wonderful interviews on tons of different podcasts that I've (laughs) listened to. So if you really want like a deep dive into the science and medicine behind hydration, I really recommend looking into their work. If you want like more accountability on just building hydrating habits, I have a two-week course at hydrationchecklist.com. I'll send you an email each day for two weeks to help you build these hydrating habits. You'll also get my ebook with a daily hydration checklist, my shopping list, and over 20 of my favorite recipes for hydrating meals and beverages. You'll also get my three best-selling organizational tools, which are all designed to help you prioritize hydration. It's meant as a really great tool and resource for anyone who's struggling to like commit and have a more hydrating lifestyle. So if you feel like you need help with like 
building the habit and somebody to kind of pop in your inbox every day with a little bit of encouragement and accountability, I'd recommend signing up for it. Once again, that's over at hydrationchecklist.com. But okay, now without further ado, let's learn more about some of my favorite hydrating habits and how to implement them. So habit number one, try morning water. And I'll put the exact recipe that I use in today's show notes, but essentially it's warm lemon water with sea salt and chia seeds. It's important to drink water first thing in the morning within about 20 minutes of waking up because when we're sleeping, our body does a deep clean and it removes all of the cellular waste produced by our body throughout the day. It does this cleaning thing all day long, but when we're sleeping, that is when it can actually do a deep clean and get to like the hard to reach places like the cellular waste in our brain. So drinking water immediately after waking up helps rehydrate your tissues in your body and helps your body move this waste to the collection points throughout so that it can be excreted. And it also helps prime your system for the day so that any additional water you drink gets absorbed deeply and utilized efficiently. Adding sea salt and lemon to the water you drink in the morning infuses it with trace minerals and electrolytes to help jumpstart your hydration. And again, I'll put the recipe in today's show notes. Second habit is setting a morning water goal. Most of us wake up ready to make our favorite beverage, whether it's, you know, a nice warm cup of coffee, a tea, some sort of latte, whatever. We can use that motivation, that like urge to get up and like get that favorite drink in our hands to help us start our day hydrated by setting a goal of drinking 12, 16, maybe 24 or even 30 ounces of water before we settle in and have that favorite bevy. (laughs) So be careful about making this feel too restrictive. Just try to give yourself a gentle guideline for the morning. Um, I personally try to aim for somewhere between 12 and 24 ounces before I have coffee. If it's like, you know, I only get in 12 ounces of morning water, I don't like chug 12 more ounces. I just kind of assume that's what my body needed that morning. Um, But I just try to make sure that I'm drinking a reasonable amount of water before I give myself any coffee or tea or anything like that. The next habit, and this one is probably the most important if there's only one that you take away from today's episode, and that is sip consistently throughout the day. So it's so much better for your hydration to be consistent, right? That's what this episode is all about is consistency versus chugging 12 to 16 ounces at a time throughout the day. That really kind of floods your system. What you want to do is be giving your body just small amounts of water all day long. So the thing about chronic mild dehydration is that it can make our bodies suppress our natural thirst indicators. So for a lot of us, it can be hard to drink water because we literally never think about it or our brains aren't reminding us or we're not very good at like paying attention to those signals, which is, like I said, something our body naturally does just to kind of protect us. So one of the best things you can do to help restore your natural thirst indicators and just naturally drink more water throughout the day is to get a designated water cup and keep it with you. Um, Put it next to your bed while you sleep. Keep it with you in the morning when you're getting ready. Take it in the car during your commute. Keep it on your desk throughout the day. Take it to meetings. Put it in the kitchen when you cook dinner and next to the couch while you're watching TV. The cup becomes a visual cue so that you can reach for it and sip more naturally even before you have pangs of thirst. And we'll talk a little bit more about that later in the episode. But if you want to know what my favorite cup is, you can go to whatdanielikes.com and I have my favorite one linked for you. The next habit is eating more plants. So remember earlier when I mentioned that putting trace minerals and electrolytes in your water will help make it even more hydrating? Well, the good news is that 
nature packages water like this for us in the form of plants. So in the book Quench, one of my favorite books ever, the authors recommend aiming for at least 10 to 15 servings of plants per day. Remember that plants is like, it's a big category, right? It's fruits, vegetables, seeds, nuts, leafy greens. It doesn't just mean eating three bags of spinach in a day. So if you find it hard to get in, consider adding a daily smoothie or green juice to your routine. But in general, I just try to ask myself, like, how could I add plants to this? If we're making a frozen pizza for dinner, I try to have like a little side salad or some slices of cucumber. I love to put spinach on top of the pizza when it's baking. Always just asking myself, how can I add plants to this? And then the last habit here is avoid being sedentary. A lot of people really don't think about the role that movement plays in hydration, but in order to be truly hydrated, the water we drink needs to be distributed throughout our body and all its tissue. And when we sit too much in our sedentary, this flow is really disrupted. This doesn't mean that you need to start like running marathons. Like, no, I would. <laughs> That's like advice you will never hear me give probably. Um, it's just about trying to be more conscious of getting up at least once every hour to move and stretch. And like I said at the top of the episode, hydration can really be as complex or as simple as you want it to be. I tend to try to keep things really simple in life. So those five habits are some of my favorites and the ones that I find to make the biggest difference in how I feel. So I hope it's helpful for you to just kind of get started, maybe integrate a few of them and see how it goes. I thought that we would wrap this episode up with a discussion about the signs of proper hydration as well as the signs of thirst. So a great way to tell if you are properly hydrated is actually to pay attention to your urine. You've probably heard people say that if you're hydrated, your urine will be clear. But according to Dr. Dana Cohen, the author of Quench, that's actually not accurate. So it's not necessarily a bad thing if your pee is clear. It can actually be a sign of overhydration. And it can also be a sign that you're flushing nutrients from your system rather than allowing your body to absorb and utilize them. So Dr. Cohen suggests aiming for a color that is a light straw shade or similar to watered down lemonade. This range, she says, is representative of someone who is properly hydrated and also eating a diet that is rich in vitamins and minerals. But even more important than the color of your urine, you should pay attention to the frequency at which you urinate. A properly hydrated person should urinate at least every two to three hours, and you should have a strong stream that lasts around 10 to 25 seconds. You really didn't realize that we were going to talk about pee so much in today's episode, did you? <laughs> one more thing I'd say about urination is that one concern people always seem to have when they start hydrating is that they're peeing so much and always running to the bathroom and like, when will it stop? So I always try to remind people that a normal, healthy, hydrated person should urinate at least every two to three hours. I'd say even every one to two hours isn't like unusual. And recall how important regular movement is to hydration, right? That was one of my hydrating tips was to avoid being sedentary. So if being properly hydrated means you're peeing every 90 minutes, try to view that as an opportunity to get up and move. The other thing I'll say about this is that it does get better. ADH stands for antidiuretic hormone, and this is the hormone that regulates our urine output. And so I always tell people that babies, old people, and drunk people always produce less ADH, and that is why they all pee their pants. So when you're chronically dehydrated, your body gets used to needing very low amounts of ADH, and it can take a week or two of really consistent hydration, consistent 
being the keyword, um, for your body to take note of your new hydration level and start producing more of that ADH so that your output is regulated a little bit better. So if you feel like you're constantly going to the bathroom, try to be patient and see if it gets better within a week or two. If it continues, try to assess if it's really that often or if it's just healthy. So like maybe track how many times you go or how often, or if it's maybe it's just a normal amount. Maybe you're falling into that once every one to two hours or once every two to three hour range. But if you feel like you've kind of overcome the first couple week thing and it's not getting better and you're feeling like frequent urination is a problem, definitely visit your doctor. Uh, Sometimes frequent urination can be a sign of bigger health concerns. Oh, and another interesting fact that I always like to mention um, is that anxiety can cause us to feel like we need to urinate. So even just mild stress or anxiety can put us in a state where we're tensing muscles without even really noticing it, and that can put pressure on our bladder. So a little known and often undiscussed symptom of anxiety is like constantly feeling like you need to pee. And sometimes people have a hard time like differentiating if they actually need to pee or if it's just kind of this constant underlying feeling of needing to pee that's actually being caused by anxiety. So to summarize that, A great way to know when you're properly hydrated is to pay attention to your urine. It should be light straw in color, and you should urinate at least every two to three hours with a strong stream lasting around 10 to 25 seconds. As you become more hydrated, you can also look for positive changes in your appearance. And I think this is the reason why a lot of people sign up for hydration, like want to start hydrating better. Um, Brighter skin, less breakouts, brighter eyes, fresher breath. You might notice that your hair, fingernails, and skin are less dry. All of these physical changes are wonderful, and they're usually, like I said, the the ones that people enjoy talking about the most, but I really nerd out over the cognitive changes that occur when we are properly hydrated. When all the tissues of your body are hydrated, your brain is able to function and communicate more effectively and efficiently. You might notice that your response time gets faster, that it's easier easier for you to recall thoughts or memories, that you have way more energy, that you feel more creative or motivated, and even that you're less moody and have an easier time processing emotions or dealing with difficult situations. It's really incredible, and hopefully that gives you just a little insight into why I love hydration so much. So another quick recap. To monitor yourself for proper hydration, you can monitor your urine color, your urine output and frequency, and watch for both physical and cognitive improvements over time. And now just a quick note about thirst before we wrap things up. A lot of us think that a sign of thirst is feeling thirsty or getting a thirst pang, right? But the thing is, is that if you feel thirsty, you're already dehydrated. You are already experiencing other mild signs of dehydration. The first signs of dehydration are actually sleepiness or fatigue, moodiness, and brain fog. It's actually all of the cognitive signs that start to diminish first, and these are your body's first clues to you that you need to drink more water. And like I said, we learn to suppress these natural thirst indicators and kind of ignore them when we are living with chronic mild dehydration, and it can take a while to learn how to listen to your body and pay attention to these messages. And this is why I love habit number three, where I suggested that you get a designated water cup and keep it with you all day long because you'll be more inclined to watch for those subtle changes in your mood, your ability to focus or your energy level, or you kind of get a little 
moody or sleepy and remember, oh, I need to take a sip of water. So you kind of stay ahead of it rather than waiting until you're like actually famished and thirsty and having those thirst pains. Because at that point, you have already been operating at a lower level, right? You've already been operating through brain fog and through impaired thinking and through fatigue. And so when you have that water there, you just kind of remember it becomes much more natural to just sip when you feel a little slow, a little sleepy, a little moody. So I think that is pretty much it for today. If you feel like you struggle with developing new habits or routines, I'd suggest learning about habit stacking. I know I am a broken record on this topic, but it's my absolute favorite method for habit development. I've used it for everything from remembering to apply face serum to creating a weekly workout routine. So scroll back to episode 26 for an entire summary on how to get started with habit stacking. I hope that this little episode and some of this introductory information is helpful and inspired you to get consistent with your hydration. As I mentioned earlier, the book Quench is a great resource if you want to dive into like more of the science and medicine behind it. And then I have a two-week habit-building course that includes daily accountability from me, my best-selling hydration planners, and more than 20 of my favorite recipes. If you're interested in learning more about that, you can head over to hydrationchecklist.com and get signed up to do it with me. That is all for this week, but as always, I will we'll be back two weeks from today with a new episode of The Plan Podcast. Until then, you can find all past episodes and show notes over at planpodcast.com. Thank you for tuning in and making some plans with us today. You can find the show notes for all episodes over at planpodcast.com. If you enjoyed today's show, be sure to tell someone about it by sharing this episode with them and taking a moment to rate us and review us in the App Store. Don't forget, we've got plans next week, and we will see you then.